Hey everyone and welcome to Already Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Tara, and we are going to talk about the Twilight Zone, the classic Twilight Zone, is season 1 episode 16, it is called The Hitchhiker. So, full spoilers for the episode, as always. I want everyone to know that right before we started this, Tara was like, had her face up in the camera and she was going like this, and like checking her nose, and she was like, is something on my nose, my nose is dirty, and she was using the camera like a mirror. And then we were about to start and says, you know what, give me a minute. And she left to go and wipe her nose. It, it was a whole drama. It was a whole drama. Five minutes of my life went past. I want to be on camera with five minutes of your life. I had to fix my face. Your face was perfectly <laughs> fine before. No, it had a spot on my nose. It's fine. Well, it's fine now because they took care of it. Thank you for your patience and understanding. Gosh. <laughs> So the second thing I want to talk about here, uh, something curious about this episode, is <laughs> the weird, like, coincidence, I guess we'll call it, that this episode is, this is the one we landed on this week. Let's, let's have, let's hope not too many coincidences. <laughs> no, let's hope it ends here, but, so, so Tara is, is about to literally, in a few days time, move state, and she's driving mm-hmm. across country. Fact, from the east coast to yeah the west coast to california specifically <laughs> los angeles which was the destination in this episode and yeah which actually the first thing i want to talk about the episode actually right so, so it's just it's just weird that this this episode about this person driving from you know uh from new york to la and like her turmoil along the road uh was just i was you know it was impossible not just to think hey that's funny tara's like literally about to do this uh yeah let's hope nothing that happened in this episode befalls her um not the episode i wanted to watch this week yeah yeah that was that's... maybe next week would have been fine yeah after the trip yeah <laughs> after the been in LA. yeah after the trip would be fine joe 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 the first thing i was thinking though is she because the episode starts and she's talking to like a, a mechanic who's coming out to, to uh fix her fix her fix her up she's had like a flat tire or something i don't know um and she's driving from new york to la which is a multiple day trip right that's mm-hmm. not that's not a one day thing and there is nothing in the car there is no bags there's no nothing she she's dressed like she's just out for like a summer walk you know she's she's not like it just it looks like someone out for a sunday drive that's going to take you know 30 minutes you know she's got like, the summer hat on like that's I'm like, yeah this is bullshit <laughs> <laughs> i guess but uh you know cars back then were enormous so she probably has a <clears throat> trunk just loaded with shit maybe 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 um but hey, that was the first thought I had uh, d- during the episode. But yeah, so the premise of the episode is she's driving from uh, New York to LA and somehow she keeps passing by the same hitchhiker. This hitchhiker's always got his thumb out and he's kind of creepy looking. And even though she drives past him and she's driving for, you know, several miles, she'll then pass him again. Something fishy is going on. Something Twilight zone you might say, is going on. And that's the, the basic gist of the episode. So before we get into it any further, I will ask the question. Uh, Tara with the wonderful nose, which I do appreciate you took the time to fix. Thank you. 
I, I, I do want to point out that she she took like a good minute to explain why what she was doing, and there was just a minute of her like sort of scrunching her nose up at the camera, and I was like, well, I might <laughs> join in. Is this meant to be like a a, a dual activity? Uh, Tara, with the nose. Yes. Did, did, did you enjoy this episode of Twilight Zone? That shaker. Uh, well, despite its ominous <laughs> message, uh, yeah, I did like this one. <laughs> what about you? I yeah, I liked it. Um, I don't think it's one of the stronger episodes of the season, uh, mainly because the like the 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 twist, I guess. If you yeah, but it is a twist. But the the, the twist felt like a like a fine twist but not a, like an amazing twist does that make sense like it like when it revealed what was going on i was like yeah okay that works <laughs> like i wasn't yeah, like oh. um i think this works pretty well it's like a short film mm. it seems very the it seems almost like the least twilight zone episode we've watched so far i think it has to do with like her narration because yes. she narrates like the whole episode yeah, she's thoughts, which is unusual in this from what we've seen so far. Yeah, she does it a few times. Yeah, and it's like, oh, that hell's that hitchhiker again. Like, you know, how how can I see him again? I keep passing him. Something weird's happening. I can't stop anywhere. He keeps following. He'll get me no matter what. Yeah, um, which it's Michael Myers. <laughs> yeah, it's Michael Myers. Actually, no, this is the show's second interpretation of death. Yeah, because we obviously we had the one way back episode two. We had the mayor from Jaws who came to see the uh That's right. The, the salesman. The mm-hmm. the flogger, if you will. Um actually I should explain that. I, I learned recently that uh to flog uh in the context I meant it there is a is a British thing. Uh flogging is the selling of something. Uh much like someone on a street corner would do. You're flogging something, it means you're selling it. I had no idea. Yeah. No, I only know that <laughs> it's because a very British term. I said it in front of Tim and he's like he, he thought I meant I was like, because cause you flog a dead horse, right? He was like, yeah, it's like a like a lashing, yeah. or something. So he thought I, he thought I was lashing something, and I was like, no, 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 selling, selling. That's what I mean. I mean, we still use flogging for flogging a dead horse. <laughs> that's still a phrase, but uh, different context. Yeah, translate overseas. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. So so we had that episode, and then this episode, because the twist is, of course, at the end, is that she's actually dead. Or she's dying, and she died back back when the mechanic was helping her out. She actually died in that incident. And if you actually go back to that first episode, he does say something like, "Wait, you were going that fast on this road with this heat, and you know, like, man, you so wonder you're not yeah. call, calling a, a." She had a tire blowout while going sixty-five miles per hour. Yeah, so wonder you didn't uh, need to call a call a hearse. I think was is what he said. Um, yeah. So it is there. It's seated at the start. Um, and it's because she tries to phone her mother and her mother's not there. She's in hospital with, you know, she's distressed because mm-hmm. her daughter died. And that's kind of the moment we realize. Um, and she goes back into the car and the the, the, the hitchhiker uh, is like, you know, it looks like you're going my way. And she's like, yes, I guess I am. And that's kind of kind of thing. But mm-hmm. this was the thing. It's like, so I'd, I had seen this episode before, but I'd forgotten it for the most part. Um, Me too. But I have to say that I think the twist um, I saw coming pretty early on like once they well, sure. mentioned that she could have died on the on the road like that just kind of i remembered that for the whole episode because i thought mm, that's probably gonna mean something yeah. later it was that and this, also the idea that she was avoiding something like you know it's like like 
it wasn't that the hitchhiker was this creepy ghost or entity or something like that. It was more, this is something that she's not willing to face. I, I always get that impression. Like, whether or not it right. was like she's she's not facing death or it's like something from her past she's not facing or something. It was always something she wasn't facing as opposed to, no, he's a serial killer who's trying to get to her. Like, it was never, it never felt like that to me. Right. Well, she's a woman who's traveling alone. Like, I imagine she would never consider picking up um, we'll have to imagine it in a few days. <laughs> right. <laughs> if I were in her shoes, in theory, in theory, I would not do that. Yes. However, she does end up picking up a hitchhiker, or not really a hitchhiker, but giving somebody a ride who's yeah. going her way. And I think it's a it's a cool contrast to see that she won't pick up this older man who looks very non threatening, but she'll pick up. Uh, a younger guy in a uniform because it's supposed to make her feel safe. Well, because yeah, that's the whole point, yeah. Because she she only wants to, she offers him a ride because she just she's scared of the, the hitchhiker. She's like, no, I want someone with me. You you go to San Diego. I'm kind of going in that direction. Yeah, come on, like I'll drive you all the way there. <laughs> it's fine. Um, Take you all the way to here. <laughs> yeah. Um. So so I'd forgotten the ending. So just sticking on this idea that like it's really weird that we're getting this episode right before you go on this trip and we, we record these a little bit in advance so by the, by the time you see this episode we'll know if tara survived but um <laughs> yeah don't don't put this episode up if i don't make it oh of course not i won't I'll, no i'll feel too bad because all the jokes were cracking i'll, I'll play really badly <laughs> um but it, it, when it got to the end it revealed that she was dead the whole time and she actually died on the road i'm like because I was thinking throughout that, oh, well, whatever, wherever this goes in the second half, it'll make it really different from what, you know, whatever Tara's doing in a few days' time. But there was another, she just died in a car accident. I'm like, yeah, this is really morbid, though. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, if I don't have to talk about that anymore. If I had remembered <laughs> this was what the episode was going to be, I'd be like, you know what, Tara? We can, we can wait until you. I'm already you've... so stressed because I have to drive across country alone with two animals with me. And now I have to have this ominous warning. <laughs> uh so poorly timed it is very poorly timed i'll be honest if i had remembered this episode well enough i'd have said you know what we can just wait and do the next twilight zone after you get to la i, I honestly would have um, but here's the thing i'm you... not like superstitious or anything I, you know it's clearly just a coincidence Oh, no, no, I mean, yeah, I'm not superstitious either, but it's just the idea of having it in your head. Like, is there, there's a reason why when you're watching movies on planes, they don't put in movies or they at least edit out scenes of planes exploding because you just don't want to see right. that when you're on a plane. <laughs> right? You're just, you're in right. a bad place. You don't, you don't want it. You're vulnerable. Um, so, but hey, you watched, because this is the thing, I didn't watch it first. Tara watched it first and said, it's insane that we, I, we watched this episode right before I do this. And I was like, okay. And then I watched it. I was like, "Oh yeah, that, this is insane. This is this is really insane." Um, but we'll get off that because we're talk about the episode on its own merits. Um, so, yeah. So there's a couple of creepy scenes. I I, I like uh, the one where she's at the. It's, it's just before she drives off and gets to the crossroads with the the train. Uh, mm. There's a scene where she's just stopping because there's, there's some construction work going on or some road works happening. Right. And. The hitchhiker just sort of like creeps up behind the car and just kind of like knocks on the window, and because we actually get to hear him speak, I, I thought he might be silent in the whole episode, but he does speak once or twice. Um, but yeah, so this is this is death. Uh, but yeah, we get we get, we get the dramatic scene at the, the the crossroads where she's stuck in the the track. Well, you can't have a movie about being in a car 
without having the railroad scene. Yeah, this, this was duel all over again, wasn't it? This was... I thought of duel so much while watching this. Even the narration made me think of duel. The, actually, looking back at this scene with the context of the ending is quite interesting because her car seemingly breaks down for no reason, which is fine once you realize it's not actually real. The only question then is the people she interacts with, like, right. on the way. Like, there is some kind of murky, she's still around kind of rules here. But, you know, I guess it's because the, the, the final line of the uh, the episode, actually, from Serling, when he's like, he goes to his narration, he's like, uh, you know, what's her name? Uh, Nan Adams, a woman, she was traveling from New York to Los Angeles. She never made it. She took a detour in the Twilight Zone. I was like, that might be the best outro line he's had. Yeah. Maybe the best one he's had. I, I actually thought it was more like a, like a Jordan Peele one. I don't know. It kind of stuck really? out to me. Really? Yeah. I like that I one. Think this is, I like it too, but it, it really like stood out as this is what the writers for the new Twilight Zone okay. wanted it to be. So I think they took a lot from from this style of closing narration. Okay, sure, but this one was better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still better. I'm signed by that. What about this show isn't better? True, true. I, I, I guess... I don't know, it's black and white. <laughs> well, you can watch the black and white versions now on CBS. Oh, true, 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 true. Mm -hmm. Oh, the new one, you mean? Yeah, they just released them. Yeah, this one was always black and white. Um, You're right. Which, which... And shorter. Yes, and, and better it, written. And better written, <laughs> yes. Which I actually have to ask a question though, because people might not realize this, but lighting scenes, like as a director of photography and the lighting crew, lighting mm -hmm. for black and white is different than lighting from color. So I have to wonder, like, I assume they didn't actually shoot for black and white with the new one. They've, they've literally just turned the color down. Yeah. And if that's the case, I then it, yeah, it won't be that that great. Because what one of the things you have to realize in black and white is that red and black look the same in black and white. Yeah. So you have to account for that in your lighting and how you dress people and how you so, so yeah. Um. But anyway, uh, so yeah, so that scene in the the train, it's it's like it, it breaks down out of nowhere, but once in the context of like, well, technically she's dead. It's it's not real <laughs> mm -hmm. to an extent. Um. This is like she's almost like dying again this is showing her fear of death yeah it's kind of like uh the episode where everyone is starting to disappear almost mm. where the astronauts are disappearing one at a time and then like suddenly nobody remembers who they are or they never existed but in that moment they're interacting with people sure I kind yeah of thought I about that. that also yeah i can see what your comparison there yeah that makes a lot of sense mm -hmm. um I thought it was well shot, this scene, actually. It was surprisingly action-packed for an episode of Twilight Zone from the 50s, or the 60s now. Yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, it, was just, it, was, it was mostly in the editing, because, I mean, you can tell that they never really had a car on the tracks when the train was coming towards her. I mean, that, and that's fine. Of course. Um, yeah. Because uh, there was no, like... It made a very unusual, like, Doppler sound when it went past, though. Mm. Not the usual train sound you hear when it goes by. Yes. That's something else you don't have to imagine because there's trains like every 30 minutes outside your window. Yeah, I know them pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> you could probably name like 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 the 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 brands and like the the makes of trains like Oh yeah, I'm not a train nerd. Yeah. No. You're like, "Oh, I that... can't compete with those guys. Train nerds, man. They know their shit." That that horn? <laughs> that horn? That means it's a it's a, a Smith 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 Smithton 
5,000. I don't know why they train I don't know. companies. I, don't know. I could talk about HO scale train models. That's about it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so the big part in the second half of the episode, though, is that she, she runs out of gas. And there's, there's, a, there's a small station up the road a little bit. Uh, but it's late at night and she bangs in the window and says, can you help me? My car, you know, I run out of gas. I need some gas. And he's like, it's like midnight. Like, we're closed. <laughs> and I actually was kind of on this guy's side. But I'm like, you can't just bang in like a shop, like, you know, window and be like, serve me, damn it, serve me. Even though it's like 2 a.m. I know. <laughs> but at the same time, like, why aren't there gas stations that are open? <laughs> People drive at night. Yeah, this is I, a very unusual thing for me to see. Oh, sure. Don't get me wrong. I feel like on a highway or like on long stretches of road like this, there would be twenty-four hour gas stations. I assume there is. Um, uh, always. Yeah. Almost always, actually. There are some that are closed, but yeah, they tend to be more like in the city. Yeah, or in like, town. If I think about just sort of in my near area. There's several that do close. There's one or two that are 24 hours, and then the rest of them do close at night. But, like, there is a couple that are open 24 hours like, that you can always go to. Yeah. Um, I imagine she's driving on, like, the, the 80, I-80 or something, she said, and uh, I imagine that those gas stations would be open. But that's okay, for the sake of the story. Sure, sure. Uh, and then out of nowhere from behind, uh, a sailor appears. <laughs> he just appears. Yeah, it just appears. And hey, sailor! And he's like, "Yeah, I'm going to San Diego. I'm on leave. I'm going back to my ship." And I'm like, "You're pretty far away from your ship if you're just hitchhiking back." <laughs> I know. How much leave does he have? Because like, I think at this point, they're. I think that when we started the episode, we were in Pennsylvania. I think they might be in Virginia at this point. Because oh, they mentioned Virginia. No, Virginia would be that's Virginia's where I am right now. I'm on the East Coast. I think they would be. I think she said eventually Arizona is where she ended up. Oh, they're, so so not so a lot closer to California then at that point. Yeah. Okay. East I don't know that if that's where she picked up the sailor, but I know by sure. the end of the episode she was in Arizona. Yeah, because uh, I was thinking it was still they were still at least somewhere in the middle, if not still verging on east. And yeah. I thought that's a long way from San Diego. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Um, like how long is your leave? How long do you get to travel? <laughs> like, um, on your leave? I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe things are different back then. Um, the, what's leaving? What's leaving the sixties? Like a year? So, Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, so he's like, sure, yeah, you don't have to convince me. I'll take a raise, sure. Um, yeah, and, the boys at home were never gonna believe I got picked up with by a woman who looks like a movie star. Yeah, <laughs> I actually I was feeling kind of creeped out a little bit. It was it was sitting really close to her. I thought it felt really close to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think it was more just because of the camera shot they had to get them in the shot. So he was sitting like unnaturally uh, for a close. For while, I thought they were both sitting in the front seat, but I think he's sitting in the back. Oh, maybe he was. Maybe oh, he's they the are front. both. Oh, he's in the front, front seat. Um, because one of the things that was weird to me is um, I've never been in a car that has uh, like, oh, like two benches so the front seat's all bench yeah 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 because like uh, cars here all have gear sticks in the middle like, like yeah. uh, well, I mean you can still have a car that's like that that has a gear shift in the middle but it's like a bench I, I used to have a truck that was like that yeah I've never been in a car like that um, the, the seats at the front are always just two seats you know, I've never been in anything that's not like that. Um, but so he's unnaturally close, 
uh, tour. And he's saying things like, oh, the boys will never believe that I was picked up by you. And she's like, and she's kind of awkward saying, oh, I'll sign an, an affidavit. Just <laughs> Yeah, she's just, joking. Just keeping just, it humorous. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like... Although by the end, she's like willing to have sex with him probably if he'd stay <laughs> yeah it's the 60s so they never, she never quite implies that as much but she does imply i'll go out on a date with you she does say that yeah i think i think she was implying more like mm. I, like she's desperate because he's ready to leave since she's kind of cuckoo crazy and almost crashes them because she's swerving down the road trying to avoid this hitchhiker or try to hit the hitchhiker even <laughs> at one yeah. point um, yeah i don't know if we've mentioned it but like nobody else sees the hitchhiker but her yeah, um, even when he's right in front of them, and that, and that that's established very early on. That's like the second scene establishes that no one else can see him. Um, yeah, I thought it was going to get creepy, and I think if this was me today, I was thinking about the 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 Me Too episode of the new the, the new mm-hmm. season, the new show, and I was thinking that this would actually have almost been a better Me Too episode it had that been the direction it went in. Yeah. Like, it may have actually had more to say about it, but obviously that's just not what it's doing. I mean, doing, you're not but... wrong. The whole the whole show is about a woman who's being stalked by a man. Yeah. And just, like, even though he's very unassuming and, like, non-threatening looking, like, the threat that she feels where he's always, he's always catching up to her, always watching her. And even the sailor guy, like you said, like, it's a bit creepy. Like, she's just trying to feel safe. And mm. she has to, you know, basically gamble with this guy that he's going to not be as bad as the person that's following her. I hate to keep coming, because we're making very serious points here. I don't want to belittle all these points, but I have to ask another question about the sailor here. So he's on leave. He's like halfway across the country while he's on leave. And mm. he's traveling back to his ship and he's wearing his uniform and has no other bags with him of any kind. He's got nothing. <laughs> Well, the, I'm sure he's wearing the uniform so that he can get a lot of thank you for your service handshakes and maybe free beer <laughs> from the sailors that I know. That's usually the case. May have been an awkward cut there. I'm hoping it was a neat cut, but it may be an awkward cut because my cat hit the uh, the hot key to stop the recording. <laughs> so if it was mid-sentence, I apologize. <laughs> Blame Firefly is basically the thing. Uh, curse you kitties they're lucky they're so cute so yeah and then after this she gets to uh, the phone booth and makes the phone call finds out she's dead uh, and I, th- I think part of the reason why I'm, I'm I like the episode but I'm a little bit lukewarm on kind of the ending is I feel like her narration like she has this little speech she makes before she gets in the car I don't even remember what she said I just remember it being if you're going to compare it to the Jordan Peele narration from the new show her, her narration before she gets into the car uh, about like knowing what she is or like accepting death like it it was just fluff <laughs> okay well i didn't mind it like she's been trying to avoid this guy for six days or something and she's in a constant state of like fight or flight and stress and then all of a sudden she has an answer and it's a she knows what what he is now and it's she describes it more of like a sense of calm and acceptance, and I, I kind of like because it wasn't what I was expecting her to react. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I I don't know. It it was the one part of the episode at the end where I kind of felt like okay, 
all right we're, we're doing that I, I guess it's like <laughs> i expected a twist like this so much that it, it just kind of came off as like okay that works um yeah but it, it didn't i mean make... i agree i sort of saw it coming like i said but yeah it didn't make me excited i guess is what i'm saying but i do like a lot of the scenes in the episode mm-hmm. i like a lot of like the, the general kind of tension of it um some nice imagery yeah me too there's a, there's a train that we talked about earlier <laughs> told you the trains were coming um but yeah that, that was basically the episode um yeah, it's an okay episode. I, I think it's a, I think it's a good episode, um, but not necessarily one of the ones that I'd say are like a standout from the season so far. Uh, I would agree with that. Hmm. Yeah. It, it is a very unique episode, I think, because of all the narration from from the female lead, and it is, uh, I think, it's genuinely pretty good at at bringing out the horror of the episode. It's more successful than the other horror episodes that we've had so far, anyway. Hmm. The one shot I really liked was when she's driving through the tunnel and he's at the end of the tunnel. It was like a nice, like, again, very dual. You know, <laughs> really yeah. remember that. I, I almost wonder if uh, Spielberg liked this episode a lot and that was part of the inspiration. Oh, maybe. Yeah. I love that movie. So, no. Uh, so, at the end of the episode, of course, uh, Sarah Ling tells us about the next one. It's called The Fever. There's a slot machine uh from from the from the era uh look, looking very i mean i, I recognize it as a slot machine but it, lo- it looked prehistoric by the, compared to the ones i've seen from these days um do you think you remember the episode no not really yeah me neither <laughs> i feel i feel like i remember him with this like settling with this, the slot machine but i don't remember what the episode is i don't know the description imdb <laughs> A middle-aged man catches a gambling fever from a slot machine that he believes is calling his name. Ooh. So inanimate object is uh, anthropomorphized. Kind of like the scorpion gun. (laughs) The blue scorpion. We'll see. (laughs) I'm upset that you've compared it to an episode of the new one. I know. Well, I've been doing it this whole time. I know. I know. I'll stop. This yeah. is the end. This is the end. I'll I'll stop doing it. <laughs> I don't want to encourage people to watch it. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, Tara, I think I think that's, you, you've got something right there. Fuck you. <laughs> I can see it. All right. <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. Um. That, is, that has been uh, class 12. Uh, so everyone wish, wish I mean, it'll, again, it'll have been in the past by the time you see this, but wish Tara a, a, a nice safe trip uh, across the across the country. Um, see you guys on the other side, whatever that means. <laughs> oh dear. See, see if I have to put like a really sad, somber video, like in a week's time. Like, Oh yeah, uh, it all turns into like this gray tone, black and white. Yeah. It has the dates at the bottom. Sad piano music. I'll, I'll have old footage of you playing in slow motion in black and white as the as date comes up underneath. Yeah. Tara, Tara disappeared. Please use Sarah McLaughlin. Oh, I like her, actually. Yeah. I will remember you. <laughs> I'll use that song specifically. Tara. It's um, so real. <laughs> uh, is she one of yours? Is she Canadian? I think so. Yeah, I think she's Canadian. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. 
I, I mean, you, you also have Celine Dion, so you've got plenty to apologize for. But uh, <laughs> I should be grateful for the Queen. For the the Queen of Canada, the Celine queen Dion. Canada. Well, James Cameron's the king of the world, so I mean, <laughs> also he, Canadian. He also created he he ranks her. <laughs> um. All right, uh, so yeah, that's, that's uh, episode 1000. Uh, let us know what you thought of this one in the comments below. Like, subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on the Twitters at mail underscore fudge for channel updates. Uh, if you want to support the show, how can they do that, Tara? Oh, come on. This might be my last one. Oh, okay, fine. Fine. I'll be nice. I'll be nice. All right. <laughs> you go to Patreon, patreon.com slash TV, where you can support us for as little as $1 per month. You get bonuses and extras and some early stuff, including these Twilight Zones you get a week early. Uh, and you can do that. And you can also support us at higher tiers. But either way, you get to help keep the reviews coming uh, and show us your support. Uh, you can also do that by, of course, reviewing and rating any other of our podcast feeds on the podcast apps or that kind of thing. Um, so do all that uh, and then for promoting other things in fact now if I'm promoting something for Patreon specifically uh, we put a new goal in actually uh, by the time this goes up a couple of weeks ago uh, for me and Tim me and Tim do a horror movie podcast called Screams After Midnight uh, on Mailfuzz TV we're 300 plus episodes in uh, we have a blast people seem to like it uh, but we have a new goal uh, on the Patreon where if we hit 250 uh, we will start doing a monthly stream called Streams After Midnight. Ooh, very clever and spooky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so that's a goal to work towards. Uh, but I will let Tara promote some content, though. I mean, and you can pick the other one you're on. I mean, go on, by all means. Uh, okay, because I'm still super pumped about it. You should check out our Chernobyl review. <laughs> Oh, you spared me. I thought you were going to promote uh, the sci-fi movie podcast, The Atomic Cinema Experiment. <laughs> I always promote that on the show. Yeah. It's relevant, though. It's sci-fi. It's cl- I mean, we do some classic movies on it, so, I mean... Okay, fine. You just promote it. Well, I basically already did. I would say that if you, if you enjoy our Twilight Zone discussions, you might enjoy our episodes on The Day the Earth Stood Still or The Day the Earth Caught Fire, two classic sci-fis, and I'm sure we'll have more classics uh, in the future soon but uh mm-hmm. yeah um or our wacky two-hour review of uh, the final countdown which is a classic <laughs> so bizarre that that was our two-hour one that is our dark night review i can't believe it <laughs> hey just just wait until we actually do 2001 <laughs> watch it be like 20 minutes we both agree it's a masterpiece no nah, it's, it's, it's going to be like three and a half hours long it's going to be an intermission uh <laughs> i'll have to get Connor to compose some music for an intermission that'll be great uh, but yeah that is uh, already cancelled that has been Twilight Zone so thank you once again we'll see you next time for episode 17 uh, but keep you know watching science fiction and uh, thank you once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching TV guys in the Twilight Zone